Welcome to the Social Living Podcast. Um, I'm here with my co-host, Jamal Lawrence. I go by the name of Julian Green. And uh, we have a special guest with us today, but I'm not going to introduce him. I'm just going to let the conversation flow and we're going we're gonna to introduce him at a later, later stage. So we're going to go about it like that. But um, yeah, Jam, let's have this uh, our, our quick usual. How's your week been? It's been it's been tiring, you know. It's been busy. Um, yeah. finally, I've not told you yet, but sold the trailer, so it's just been working Ooh. working out how we're gonna get that away. Got Friday off to sort that out. Um, yeah, work's been busy on top of that, so there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Got got strawberries and cream festival this weekend as well through work. Oh, hey, that so, yeah. is, hey, that everybody's waiting for that strawberries and cream festival. If you don't know about it, get to know. Mm-hmm. Strawberries and cream festival. Yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the acts. The, yeah, the acts are good, man. We're backstage, yeah. so there's lights of burner boy. The gigs is the coffees, the little Sims, Mirror Mayor. Yeah, lineup's crazy. So hopefully we'll be rubbing shoulders with those have those kind of kind of people. That's what I like to hear, man. That's good. That is good stuff. That is good. What about you, guys? How's your week been? You know, I haven't really done much, you know. I can't really remember it all. Um, five, aside on, <laughs> five aside on Monday, that was that was a bit dead, I can't lie. Um, but, yeah, but they're not. Just gymming. Gymming and stuff. Life as a student. Yeah. Life of a student. That's what we call yeah. it. Life of, a, life of a student, for sure. I not guess... Um, huh? Not there yet. Two weeks you basically now, are. Yeah, you're living a life. You're living a student life. <laughs> yeah, you're living a student life, man. And, and that's one of the reasons why I brought you on as well. I want you to give that that point of view from the generation that you're in. What 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 gen is that again? Gen Z. Um, I don't, no, I don't. I, I don't associate myself with them. Jamal knows the audience group. <laughs> yeah, it's Gen Z. Gen Z. <laughs> so yeah, that that's a that's a key reason why we we got you on today. Um, especially on the topics that we got coming up today. So, yeah, man. So, welcome to the podcast, Eyes. Uh, thank I hope you, you're, thank you. Hope you become a regular um, from time to time. So, yeah, don't be yeah. a stranger. Don't yeah, be a stranger. Yeah. I guess um, to talk about my week, my week has been pretty productive, to be honest. I feel like my week has been one of those weeks where uh, a, 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 a key has turned for me, I guess. I just feel nice. like I'm in, my, I'm in my flow. I'm in my flow. I think I said this last week, but yeah, I'm in my flow. I feel like I'm there right now and it feels good. Um, so yeah. And you know what? I'm already like looking at 2022 and okay. I, it feels good. It feels good. It feels good. So yeah, man, we'll dive into that. Is that um, time off? Is the car district stun you, stun you well? Yeah, I think it's a bit, a, a bit of that and just like, you know, you know, sometimes you just want a little bit of clarity in your head. Uh, like, mm-hmm. you know, a, a rest really does that for you sometimes, you know? No, definitely. Um, so, yeah, it's really, really important, man. Really important. So, yeah, man, that's that's what it's done for me, man. It's been great. Um, I think what I was going to say, this episode, episode nine, this is a special one. Special one. What are you saying, Jan? What, what comes to mind when you think nine? You know what? Because of recent news, I say news, but recent football football chatter, I'm gonna stick with football because I can't I can't not name this guy <laughs> because he's been killing it at the moment. And Isaac's gonna be smiling. 
when I think of them, <laughs> I, am, man, man. <laughs> I current I currently think of Lukaku. And yeah, the way he the way he's gone after the number nine shirt in the summer, he's owned it, and yeah, he's he's proved he's proved what what one animal he is in the football world because he's on he's on flames at the moment on flames. Yeah. I couldn't agree with that even more, man. I think yeah, mm-hmm. Lukaku. What a signing! What a way to come back to the Premier League and just shut everyone up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just come in, just score in every game he plays. My yes. guy's not ramping. Like I said, you know what? I'm not playing. Just goals. That's all. Like, all you're getting is goals from me. That's yeah, all yeah. you. Yeah, you're looking, Chelsea are looking a threat. But I got honourable shout out for Mikel Antonio as well because again, oh, he's yeah, a guy yeah, that goes yeah. under the radar. But again, yeah, he's yeah. earned that number nine shirt this summer and. He's been doing bits. If you look at his numbers over the last like eighteen months, he's he's been he's been up there with the likes of Kane and Vardy and stuff like that. So yeah, it was an honourable shout out to him as well. Yeah, big shout out to him, fellow Jamaican as well. I think he went and represented Jamaica in the last international round. Man, he needs his flowers asap because what he's been doing, especially he's top scorer in the Prem right now. No, he, might, he be. might be. I know he was the last game week. So yeah, yeah, he might he be. He's scoring the weekend, did? Did he? He got sent off. Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, look at you putting a down on this. Look at. Oh, no, know. I'm just saying though. <laughs> no, I hear you. What about you guys? Number nine, man. Number nine. Yeah, it's gonna be the same. Like he does it week in, week out at the moment for Chelsea. It's got to be Lukaku. You can't forget it. Just mm, a unit, mm, really. Mm, mm. I love the fact that you both go go to football. So I'm gonna have to like play devil devil's advocate here and. Um, and go a different route. I think you know what. When I think of nine, is you know what nine is a very special number, right? One reason being, it's the last. It's like the last number, like out of all the digits there, it goes one to nine. Do you know what I mean? It's like zero, one, two, three, four, five, and it goes to nine. That's the last before it gets into double digits and you're repeating numbers. So that in itself is a lot of power. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories, right? And a lot of conspiracy theories align with coincidences and things like that. And, like, so i got a, like, when I think of number nine, I do think football, but I also think of Nikola Tesla. So mm-hmm. back in my day, when I was probably Isaac's age, I did so much research on Nikola Tesla. And I found out that number nine was his favorite number, right? Okay. And there's meant to be like a lot of power in the number nine. So like, mm-hmm. if if I was to ask you, no pressure, <laughs> I'm going to ask Isaac, no pressure. Yeah. If I was to say two times nine, what's the answer? 18. All right. And then one plus eight equals? Nine. Yeah. And if you go Quick through... Yeah, quick maths, yeah, trust me. <laughs> um, but if you go through the whole of the nine times table, every answer equals... Yeah, adds up to nine, yeah. Adds up to nine. And that's like, not just from one to 12, this could be any number times nine. Add them all up, you're going to end up with number nine, mm-hmm. right? And there's not there's not any other timetables that really do that. Do you see what I'm saying? And so that it shows, like, the power in that. And the irony in that coincidence and us having this episode and us about to kind of go into Nikola Tesla, because I got a quick story, I got a quick um, conspiracy to tell you guys. 
I feel like it just coincides. So yeah, for me, when I think number nine, I think Nicholas Tesla. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of the uh, Fibonacci sequence. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, yeah. I've not yeah, heard that. You never heard of it. So not in not. if even if you just quickly, so. if you quickly Google Fibonacci sequence, if you've ever researched a certain type of conspiracy like this is this is in there <laughs> it's like it's in there it's meant to be like the foundation of almost everything everything has like the fibonacci sequence like everything that's natural flowers uh plants all these different like different things it kind of goes back to this this is like sacred geometry type stuff right so it's like lots of spiritual meaning um behind you know this this uh, this sequence and it's in the shape of a nine you know okay so like, that's why it kind of goes in but anyway that's what it means to me number nine nicholas tesla that's what i think this guy he was he was the one of the greatest inventors in the world and um was he the person who gave us electricity if not i believe was... so this is some this is something i saw about nicholas tesla uh, I think he invented the the um he invented electricity, but then oh, don't quote me on this. Thomas it Edison. Be, Thomas Edison, yeah, that stole yeah. his formula. Again, another conspiracy, but that's <laughs> what I've read. That's why my my vegan my, my mad vegan um accounts that I follow have been saying whether it's true or not. But again, another conspiracy that's been floating about there. But that's true. I, 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 well, I, what I've heard in terms of that is, like, I think, um, it was, it was Nicholas Tesla who kind of invented like the network of electricity, and I believe Thomas Edison was not like an event inventor. He was more of like a businessman, and he kind of came out with the light bulb, um, without giving any credit to, I guess, Nicholas Tesla. Um, but again. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on that completely. You know, do your research into some of these conspiracies that we're going to talk about. But um, you know what? I want to quickly just dive into this this story that I heard. I just want to kind of get you guys' opinion on this. Um, this one is about it's about Donald Trump. Uh, he was in office. He was the 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 previous U.S. president and no longer is. But um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off. So. <clears throat> One day I came across a post and this person was talking about how they went to the library uh, one day and they found a book. The book was called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, right? So I want you I want you to guys make sure you follow this, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this book was written in 1893, right? So according to my quick math, that's about 130 eight years ago let's just say 140 years ago right to round it up right and uh this book is about a boy called baron trump who found a secret portal where he was able to time travel right so instantly alarm bells started ringing to me i was like okay baron trump all right who, who's that so i type in the name onto google and uh uh, Donald Trump's latest son or youngest son is called Baron Trump. Right. So that's where I connected the first that's where I connected the first 
dot, right? <laughs> right. And then the second dot, if you do type this into Google, you can find the book cover. The boy on the front cover of this book that was written in 1893 looks a lot like Donald Trump's youngest yeah, son. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the Trump. images. <laughs> right? All right, cool. So we're just, we're just going to keep it there, keep it moving, right? In the book, Baron, uh, Baron Trump, the boy in the book, has a mentor that he looks up to that he calls Don. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm gonna might try and connect another dot, but I could be pushing it. Don, is that Donald Trump? I don't know. We'll just leave it there. Maybe, maybe not. This it's book not. Also, <laughs> the book was also based in Russia, right? Right, so I'll just let that one sink. So, based in Russia. Right. Three to four years later, so let's say 1896 or so, that same author of that book wrote a sequel to the book and called it The Last President. Scary now, because now dots are mm-hmm. automatically connecting after yeah, the talk. They are aligning. <laughs> We're talking about the Trumps. Anyway, so the rundown about this book now, this book is about a very wealthy man who lived in New York on Fifth Avenue, right? Right. Another dot that was connected. Trump Towers in New York is on Fifth Avenue. Matt, right. (laughs) So this book is about this very wealthy man who lived in New York. And he, coincidentally also ran for president and won the election unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Crazy. This book, I reiterate, was written in 1896. <laughs> this is over a hundred years ago. <laughs> right. It's not a conspiracy, I'm telling you. <laughs> it just makes too much sense for it. For it to... like, it's got to be real. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, just, all these things add up. There's, there's yeah, something in it. I'm telling you, there's something in it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let the audience decide. Right. So in that book, right, he won the election to everybody's surprise, and people were not happy. So what did they start doing? They started rioting. Again, another coincidence. I'm not even going to talk about the dots that get connected anymore. I'm just going to let you guys, you know, do it. Right. So after. Mm-hmm. After this wealthy man's um, inauguration, when he kind of goes into the White House, he started signing off executive orders, which means that he's able to pick the people that he has around him within his cabinet, right? One name stands out, Lafayette Pence, right? Leave that there. Donald Trump's vice president throughout his term was a guy called Mike Pence, full stop. So that's where I'm going to leave that book, right? <laughs> right. Now, I'm going to fast forward a couple of years. So we're in, ni- in 18- 1896, and now we fast forward into 1943. A man called Nicholas Tesla died from a blood clot. And before he died, he claimed that he had built a time machine that he had used to go back in time and also to kind of go into the future, right? Mm. 
that's another conspiracy you wish to believe or you don't believe. Whether it was said or not, I have no idea. I'm just t- taking in what I saw. <laughs> right. So after he died, the US government seized all of his inventions and his notes. The office that seized that uh, that information, all his invention and his notes, was called the Office of Alien Property. Right, I'm going to leave that there. If you guys don't believe that there's an Office of Alien Property, Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> right? So they took it, right? And after, I guess, them kind of inspecting it, not knowing what to do with it, they passed it on to the FBI from further investigation. And then after they... Uh, after they uh, had it, they passed it on to people or someone who was more familiar with Tesla's work and who could potentially figure out what to do with it, right? So this one person was called John E. Trump. Madness, right? It just See what I mean? It's real. I don't know. It, it... <laughs> The way you're reading this out is that like, how can it not be? There's more. There's more <laughs> reasons for it to be real than it to not maybe. be real. Maybe, maybe. Nah, I don't I... even think it's a maybe. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got to be real. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> so, all right. So the next step now, right? We look up and see who John Trump is. That is the name of Donald Trump's granddad. Donald Trump's granddad was called John Trump. And that was the man who was given Tesla's inventions and notes. And he let the FBI know that he couldn't get anything to work or anything. Right? So the conspiracy is, did he lie? <laughs> did he lie? That's, he yeah. I think I <laughs> lie. Yeah, I, would you not lie? I definitely lie. I just try to figure out my son and hand over that technology. You're so mad. So, are you saying to me, because the overall question really is, is there such thing as time travel? And it sounds like you guys are saying, yeah. I'm saying there's like got to be. Yeah. 100%. There's, there's got to be some, some sort of time travel. I'm not sure if it might be body... I don't know. I don't know how it would work, but there's got to be something in it. With the amount of te- with the where technology is at the moment, and if you think about all the stuff that's got to be hidden away from us, yeah. that's been hidden away and from I, us I over think, time. I'm sure that well, that's how, popped how up. Quick everything's happened recently as well with technology. Surely, like there's something got to be behind it with like the time travel bringing it forward or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. I, I I don't know, but I can tell you, like. When I was younger, I heard this story. And I just thought I needed to share it because I feel like I haven't shared it with you guys before. But like yeah. this, this like once Trump came into power and all this stuff, it was like whoa, like whoa, is this book like predicting things? And then the the, the similarity, but amongst the names and stuff like that, and I'm like, whoa, this book was written in in the 1800s, like, mm. and it's it's already you know, it's too it co it's it's too much of a coincidence of what's happening in modern day society. You yeah. know what I mean? 
So again, I'm very impartial to these things. Like I don't know, I find it hard to know what to believe. And I feel like most people, they go with a gut feeling and they're like, yeah. But like sometimes I can't, I just feel like I can't fully commit to something if I don't know everything, you know? Like it's really hard. It's like I'm just going off faith. And that's where you kind of go into religion and stuff like that. But is there a possibility that this could be true? Yes. There's a lot of speculation around uh, Nikola Tesla's death as well. Because there was there was talk that he had so many different inventions that he was trying to get out. And um, I guess he died before he could, you know. There's talk mm-hmm. that Thomas Edison had, you know, got him killed or like there's loads of talk of that like, different things like, you know, the Illuminati, all these different things, you know, kind of killed him off. And that's a common that's a common thing in a lot of conspiracies, right? We see people dying. It's always a sacrifice, like a death sacrifice to, to certain people. But um, yeah, yeah I, just, I just thought I had, to, I had to share that one. And by the sounds of it, you both kind of like agree with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and I think I think that leads us on to the Simpsons as well, you know, because I know oh, yeah. they had yeah. an episode. Yeah, they have. They've had quite a few episodes around Trump before Trump was in power, and there's there's yeah. images of the Simpsons comparing the images of Trump, and they're it's as if they have predicted yeah, the what is going to happen with him. Yeah, that's the one that comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, that one was that one was scary. It was in time as well, like exactly in time. Mm. The wave and where he was on the escalator. It's like it's crazy. It's crazy. So, mm. but what's what's the conspiracy then? It was he got into power, and then it was like I think I remember he got into power and then ruined like America or something like that. And then I can't remember what happened, but and then Lisa Simpson came president afterwards to try and like fix all of the problems, all of the corruption and stuff that was happening. Mm-hmm. We brought the so, right guy on, you know, because when it comes to Simpsons, Isaac Oh, uh, yeah, guy. Simpsons, <laughs> I, I'll give you, I can give you anything. I'll still watch it now, I can't lie. <laughs> Religiously, <laughs> Isaac is the guy Again, life of a student. If anyone is a marketer <laughs> and they're looking at targeting Gen Z, Gen Z still watch cartoons. And anime, <laughs> anime included. Okay, perfect. I'm not an anime, but, not anime at all. but i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna rule out anime but what i was gonna say though is like the conspiracy so it's like i understand that okay the show kind of predicted this is what was gonna happen but are we saying that the simpsons is part of like a conspiracy to tell us information or like where what's 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 simpsons involvement in this Wow, I, I, I personally think like the amount of they've had so many different conspiracies, like it's, it's not a coincidence at the end of the day. I don't think, like, there was even a 9 11 one. Um, I don't know if you know that one where yeah. there was a, a magazine and it was of them going to New York and the price of the bus ticket was nine, and then it had the twin towers in the background creating 11. And it's just stuff like mm-hmm. that. I feel like it's always hidden messages and stuff, and it always comes out and I feel like yeah. and it's like how many times has happened surely like there's something they've done some there's like trying to um time travel or something to yeah it might be linked so I'm looking yeah. at another one at the moment um in 1993 
there's an episode that went live about Japanese factory workers who accidentally oh yeah yeah spread yeah who accidentally spread a a deadly flu which uh, which which they're now linking to the coronavirus because it's coronavirus something that started started in Asia and then spread throughout the rest of the world which is yeah mad and they're saying how the episode is about how Springfield which is their little community will find it will like isolating and finding a way to finding a cure basically for the disease which is near enough what happened last year going into this year so yeah yeah just this is it's as if they 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 have gone in time to be able to predict this stuff and it's a bit like you know what's the phrase the phrase um hiding in plain sight it's like it's like they're giving us the information they're putting it in our faces for us to figure out maybe like I don't, I don't know I don't even I don't even want to get carried away with it bro. especially Yeah, yeah, yeah. with But the there, Simpsons there was, they predicted a lot of stuff yeah, there was another one with um Obama when he was coming into um president, and it was like they had rigged um voting machines, so you press on Obama and it would go to the other guy, and then you press on the other guy. go to that guy and then they found out uh when the elections actually happened that that was happening as well so stuff like Was that like even was Obama even like a a candidate? i don't think he was i don't think he was i don't know It's crazy. It's, it's too much of a coincidence for people to yeah be yeah like, you know what, like that was accidental or that was a, it was just a coincidence. You know, a lot and of people, they're like they're, but. they're spot on with it as well it's not even like it, they're off slightly Like they're spot on with everything they do with it. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not saying Barack Brown. They're saying Barack Obama. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I saw like another another episode that they did in 2010, where they predicted like the economics Nobel um, Prize winner, um, where on the piece of paper it said uh, Holmstr Holmstrom um, to win the, to win the economics one, and he did win it <laughs
again, I've seen it of um, Hillary Clinton, I think it was. There's a video of her drinking water and it looks like there's like a lizard tongue that comes out <laughs> into the water while she's drinking. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you it's real. I'm telling you it's real. But there's, there's other stuff in terms of like people's eye positioning and how they call it on video and it just looks almost li- lizard-like. Mm. Uh, there's loads that, that you could go digging as well. That is wild. You know what? You can definitely end up going down the rabbit hole like mm-hmm. when it comes to some of these conspiracies because yeah. you know what it is there's a there's an allure about I guess these uh these conspiracies like there's a way that they use what's it like it's like they use like simple conclusions and mm-hmm. it makes sense you yeah. see what I'm saying so as soon as they use like the simple conclusions it's like okay so he did this, so this must mean this, and then that's it. And mm-hmm. then like that, and then then you can just run away with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we talk about like some of the more recent ones, so if we just talk about flat Earth, for example, like flat Earth yeah. is like seems to be like a whole big society. Like it's um it's something that's been growing over years. We've even seen like rappers like Kid Cudi. Um, say they're they, you know they believe in a flat earth and stuff like that and mm. they have like these quick conclusion reasons as to why you know they believe the the, the earth is flat and I think one mm. of them is uh, the logo from the United Nations um, it shows the whole world and the surface is all flat so it's mm-hmm. like oh they're like such a huge organization that could be behind everything their logo is actually flat it's a flat earth so it must be the world must be flat they know something we don't know you know which is because that could literally just be like a, a designer trying to think outside the block the box and how we can position the world in a way that we've never seen the world before and then that's just then taken out of context like there's so yeah. there's there's ways of it, like uh, the other side of what what we're seeing which yeah, yeah people can't get carried away with yeah, because you can get you can get super carried away with it. But I always want to try and link some of this stuff back to back to social media, um, because yeah. I think some, especially something like the flat Earth, I feel like that's been creating a buzz, especially over the last like 10, 15 years. And I think it's kind of coincided with social media. So mm-hmm. with social media, you've seen like a birth of like new online communities kind of popping up and cropping up and it's given like people access to information that they might not already get access to or might not see and also being part of the communities that you might not be able to see like when I was growing up and I was 10 years old I would not be able to see a flat earth community because where would I find that that's going to be in someone's garage but now I can literally just type that in onto google find a group that believes the same thing and then we're going to all go and do (laughs) do that same thing so I guess another question here is, do you feel like social media contributes to these 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 conspiracy theories and help amplify it? Like if we talk about COVID-19 and the vaccination, like it seems like a big, big battle between the public and the government and uh-huh. social media is like in the middle of it. Uh-huh. So like, I just want to go. Well, yeah, I think, 
yeah, I think social media is like, I feel like you can get easily manipulated by it all. Like, you you just get caught up reading on one thing, you can start to believe it. Whereas, say if someone told you, um, they might not have much information about it. And then you're just going to like brush it off type of thing. So like, if I feel like if this coronavirus came around maybe 20 years ago or something like that, more people having the vaccinations would probably be a lot higher than what it is now. Like, yeah. I feel like you wouldn't have people reading up about it or people saying, oh, this is happening to them or seeing videos of different reactions to the uh, virus and stuff. You're just going to go with what people are saying. You're going to, like, that's what you're going to believe in. You haven't got the internet or stuff like that to read up on it. So I feel like, yeah. Is that, given... Would you say that's a, that's a dangerous thing in itself? Because literally we're just believing whatever the government has put in front of us and be like, yeah, we'll just take that because the government says so and they must know because they're the experts. There's a bit of that as well, but but then again, it's like people might not be experts about about the virus and everything, and it's a bit like you're gonna you're not like there's experts about that would know the virus. You know, you might not be believing them, but you're gonna be believing someone that could just making up any random story. You don't know them. They may have, have had the virus, and they're just stopping you from getting it, like putting thoughts into your head. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I think it's 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 a hard place to be, especially in today's society. Because, especially when we talk about COVID nineteen and we talk about the vaccination, because I promise yeah, you, yeah. it. I feel like the conspiracy of the vaccination spread like I've never seen anything before. Because it got to a point where, like, even like our grandparents are talking about not taking the vaccine because they yeah, heard yeah. that. <laughs> it could kill you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they don't even have social media. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, and amongst the like the older generations, like 40, 50 plus, it was getting spread on uh WhatsApp. Like there's yeah. no yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's, yeah. what's what's that generation, just... uh-huh. it, on WhatsApp, like, it just gets sent round with that generation. Like you you'll get the same thing. Yeah, that would just be sent around every single group chat between that like that age range, and I feel like that's uh-huh. the only because they they don't have like Instagram and everything like WhatsApp's their main one where they speak to all of the people they know, and I feel like they're all the same age range and it would just get sent everywhere. So like, I feel like you're just forced to believe it sometimes. Like you're seeing it that much, you like you're starting to believe it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I think I no, think I another gone. I was going to say, I think because social media has a role to play in this all because it gives more people a voice. And yeah, yeah. we start, the people we might idolise or the people we might look up to, we now get to see their true opinion about things, which you might we might count their opinion more trustworthy than what we're hearing from the government because we can relate to them or we've grown up with them or whatever. So if for example, Mary J. Blige says she's not taking a vaccine because she doesn't believe in it or she believes rare, rare, rare. A lot of Mary J. Blige fans might listen to her over what the government are saying, not knowing what what's backing up Mary J. Blige's thoughts and opinions just because she is an idol to them. But again, it, I think I think the truth can get lost and people 
people end up not because there's so many different sources and so everyone's got a, a point of view everyone's got a voice that it, it then becomes hard to to choose what is right what is wrong what is the truth and what is fake news even when it comes from the government the government haven't helped themselves with the news they come out with and then backtracking on it first masks you didn't no one needed to wear masks and then everyone needed to wear masks kids can go to school yeah, yeah. no they can't go to school no yeah they can go to school no they can't go to school it's, it's stuff like this that that builds that mistrust which then but gets then... shared through social media and and it builds that that hesitancy around like the vaccination and stuff like that okay so yeah. just to play devil's advocate here so like the situation when you're managing uh, a pandemic, right? I, I assume is very um, unpredictable. So, like the the forecast is forever changing, right? So, the government they're they're changing their ideas and views based on the situation at the time. So, like, there's never going to be a right answer, especially with the government, because I think the first thing first is that when it comes to the government, there's a political party that's in power. So they're already going to make decisions on a on a political basis that's going to either benefit their party first, I feel like, before they make a certain decision. So you know that if it was... The, the working party or the Labour Party, they would have made different situate. They would have made the situation a little bit different. We might have been in longer lockdown. Yeah. Probably would have had more access to, you know, working from home and getting paid and you know different mm -hmm. things. Do you know what I mean? Where we got the Conservatives mm -hmm. in power, they're going to protect kind of like the Conservatives' assets first. So anyone who's mm -hmm. like a big donator to that party they're going to be looked after like anyone who's a big donator they're going to be looked after first do you know what i mean uh -huh. i think we should do this um and also what i would say as well if you haven't looked at it there's like um there are trial runs that some big companies have done of what they would do if there was a pandemic and it includes the likes of microsoft it includes the likes of amazon and like there's no coincidence that once the pandemic did hit, those that were prepared were able to kind of flourish even more. Like Amazon stock went through the roof. Um, yeah. You could probably double check Microsoft's, but all the delivery, some of the delivery companies that just had the systems and infrastructures in place. And mm -hmm. another video that went viral was Bill Gates, right? He was talking about, we're not prepared for when mm -hmm. a pandemic hits. And this is last year? Is it last year? I think you were saying no. It might be no, 2019. Said, no, I think he said it way before then. I think it. I, oh, think, really? I think there was like videos from like 2008. Don't quote me on that, but it was like mm -hmm. I feel like it was like years ago, like over six, seven years ago. He was talking mm -hmm. about this because of it was at the time when Ebola came out and things like that, oh, okay. kind of vaccinating, mm -hmm. and you know. Other places have seen like viruses spread. We've seen SARS and things like that, but we haven't had yeah. one that spread across the whole country, you know. And there's many people who still don't believe COVID mm. is actually real. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's another conspiracy in itself. I I, I think that 
it's hard to find your way to the truth. But there has to be, I think, in the in the world, I feel like there is universal law. I think, uh-huh. right? This could be my own conspiracy, but I feel like when it comes to health sector, um, I think there's universal law that nature goes by. There's things that happen, and like nature knows how to heal itself, you know. Uh-huh. And I think that sometimes I think that's a missing part of Western culture when it comes to healing. I think a lot of people have it in like Eastern cultures, whether it be in ancient African, ancient South American, Asian, um, like Chinese or Asian cultures, they seem to have this like unorthodox or was it orthodox? I don't know what the word is, um, like sense of healing. And like, I feel like we don't have that in Western culture. It's kind of yeah. slowly creeping in, but I feel like there's something to be looked at because the fact that we get monetized through the health system, like we are literally just like numbers and stuff. I think that's something that gets overlooked sometimes when people are arguing about whether COVID is real, vaccination. Like if you look at how many, like what people made money off the vaccination, you're like, wow. Do you know what I mean? I saw, uh-huh. I saw, I saw one thing today that I wanted to say actually. I saw one thing today where you know there's loads of people. They're super against the vaccination because there's not enough research on it. Bloody, bloody, blah, blah. They did it in under a year. Bloody, 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 blah. All right. Uh-huh. But was it yesterday, today? Yeah, I think yesterday, last night. Uh, Apple, they released a new iPhone. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. They mentioned it, right? And they, what, their, their iPhones come out almost every year, give or take, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, does anybody ever say to them, oh, I'm not going to use this iPhone. There's not enough research in it. I don't yeah, trust you. Know? <laughs> but you just go ahead and you just take it. And yeah, you just trust everything. Right. Yeah, because they'll be using different, like, like chips and stuff like that. You never know. It could blow up within, like, 10 minutes of use or something like that. You never yeah. know. Yeah. But then I think, I think that's different, you know, because with the vaccine, that's something that's going inside you. I know, like you yes. say, with technology, and we don't know what that might be doing to our brains or what might be yeah, like underneath the, radiation the screen, and the radiation. We don't know about the cameras and the mics. But with the vaccine, it's something that is physically put into your body. Yeah, what? So, yeah. me just being devil's advocate here, I'm not saying any of these views are my own. So, you just spoke about putting things into your body, where I feel like you could be putting worse into your body with some mm-hmm. of the diet, like, you know, diets that people might have. You know, people, mm-hmm. let's say that they eat, like, things like super noodles or no disrespect mm-hmm. to super noodles. You might sponsor this in the future. I'm just using you as a <laughs> <laughs> as an example. Um, I like super noodles. I can't lie. Can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I can't lie. But, you know, student uh, life again. Student life <laughs> tracks again. <laughs> but like you know like foods that are like microwave foods you know you know imbalances where you're eating a lot of foods that maybe have a lot of estrogen and you you have like low testosterone and things like this like we're putting in things a lot of artificial foods gmo foods we don't know where a lot of foods come from you know mm-hmm. like we don't know where our burger meat comes from we don't know 
officially, unless you like go into your local butcher and they told you they went there and there, whatever, a lot of things are just manufactured by these big companies and we don't know what is going in everything. Like, yeah, again, a lot, a lot, with the companies as well, they're there to make profit. They want, just want as much money as possible, a lot of them. So you don't know what they're doing, cutting corners and stuff like that. Exactly. So people could be putting in worse in their body, but yet they want to fight about the vaccine. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. a lot of contradictions that kind of go on here. Um, and I think that sometimes some people just like, oh, this makes sense. So I'm just going to go with this without ha- having to look at the overall picture of what's happening. You're going to say no to the vaccine, but say yes to iPhone every year. It's like, yeah, yeah. That could be causing more damage to your brain and you don't even realize. Even like simpler terms, like you said, when you touch the diet and food, they might say no to the vaccine, but they might smoke. 10 20 cigarettes a day yeah, yeah might yeah. say no to the vaccine but eat mcdonald's every other day drinking coke like it's like no the vaccine is harmful it's not good for you but this mcdonald's that i'm eating no that's fine that's not gonna have any impact on me but yeah, yeah i think it's 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 being aware of everything in general in terms of how it can affect you mm. not just being narrow-sighted with with one thing because it's come from the government but just being aware about everything that you're consuming, whether it's food, music, um, video games, wherever it might be. What what advice would you give to someone in this case? Like, obviously, we're both, we're all, all three of us, we're all living it right now, right? We're gonna, some of us are gonna take the vaccine, some of us are not gonna take, we have different reasons that pull us to get to the vaccine. So what, what, what advice would you give to someone to find the, the necessary truth? I'd say I think I think it will be hard to find the truth or what you might believe to be the truth. I'd say make like take a three sixty approach in your research because I can't lie. For the last eighteen months since COVID hit, I've been I'm not an anti vaxxer but I've 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 been one of the guys I've been reading conspiracies and morally taking a vaccine wasn't for me. But over the summer, it's been something that I've taken more of a 360 approach in, in terms of my research, maybe listening to the scientists and listening to the governments and what and what um what has come from them, and looking at the the, the death rates and and stuff like that. And I then came to the decision to actually take the vaccine because, for me personally, it was something that I no longer believe was harmful, mm-hmm. though I didn't think I needed it. It was it was just a case of okay, I'll take it because one, I don't think it's harmful, and two, I don't want to be naive to the situation where if I get it again, because I've had it before, if I get it again, I don't want to be in a place where I might think, okay, I wish I got the vaccine because because I'm because I'm struggling here. So yeah, I guess so, to answer your question, you're just taking a, a three sixty approach of your research. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, so like you say, you you've had it before. Now you've had it, you've gone through it. Do you think that if you were to have it again, your body's able to fight it? I think, yeah, I do think my body is able to fight it. But then, I, again, I don't want to be naive to the research I've done and kind of disregard some of some of the experts have been that have been speaking. Because again, you've seen people that have had it had it the first time, been fine, had it the second time, and been been written off. So, 
yeah, for me, I'd even like yeah, even me saying it now, now puts out my second jab in a few weeks. Yeah. I still think my body will be able to fight it and have no issues with that. It's just that I don't want to be naive to the situation because I don't feel like the vaccine has harmful stuff within it that's going to affect the majority of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting take. Um, mm. what about what about you, Isaac? How like what would you say to someone, and how would you like how have you gone about trying to find the truth in all of this? Is it like do you have like sources that you find are credible that you're like, yeah, I trust this? Um, you know, what, not gonna lie, I just thought, um, I just went with the approach of it's like I saw grandma and granddad get it, and I thought. Because I know how they, they didn't want it. And I, I thought they've had it a long time before me and nothing's happened to them. So I thought I might as well, I might as well have it. If they can get it, I'll get it type of thing. Um, I saw loads of people around me got it. They they had no reaction to it. And I thought I didn't really do too much research into it. I thought if they're doing it, I'll do it type of thing. And yeah, just took it from there. Um, so how do you feel about having like pop-ups every year? Um, I feel fine about it. Um, I don't know. It's a bit like if I was, if I was, if I went from a point of view of not wanting it and then contemplating about it and then seeing like them saying, oh, you only need two doses and then saying, oh, you might need a dose like every, every year. And then, and then I remember them saying they were going to put two, two different vaccines into one, like a, a cocktail or something like that, and it's a bit like I wouldn't. I don't know. I'd have a different view on it if I was looking from the outside. But if I knew I was getting the same same dose each time, I wouldn't be too bothered about it. If like if I knew it was gonna like stop stop this whole pandemic, that's I'd do it. It's something I'd do. But do you think do you think this pandemic will stop? Like, do you think like so? Like, does the cold stop? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it doesn't really stop. It's like, oh, that's that's a whole cash cow. Not to say these are my thoughts at all, but like yeah. from, from a point of view, you could just look at it and be like, you know what? This could just be like the cold. Not saying it is the cold, but in the similarities mm-hmm. in terms of you have to get top-ups every year. Someone has yeah, to yeah. go buy these vaccines. Someone makes money. You know, it's another rollout of a vaccine that looks good and looks better, similar to the rollouts of your new iPhone, your new Samsung, or whatever, slightly bit yeah. better than last year's, and can deal mm-hmm. with today's modern day society, whatever, blah 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 blah. And it's like, you know, some people are gonna have that kind of approach where it's just like, okay, this is just a a money thing. And then some some people who I know uh, personally that are they're not, I don't want to say they're anti-vaxxers but they rebel against the government in a different way. So they would be like, look, there are people in Africa who are dying from the from coronavirus. And because mm. we're because this country is in a position of power, we're not we're looking to sell those vaccinations at an extortionate price to Africans because they were able to create it. Uh and then the most vulnerable people are unable to actually get the vaccine. So then that mm. then there's like a whole political play 
at the same time when it comes to that. And then that's where I know of a community that they just solely won't take the vaccine for that one reason. It's not even a health reason. It's just a reason of that's not, not, yeah, complete morals. You know what I mean? And like, um, I think for me, I kind of like lean towards that just just a little bit and I understand it. But at the same time, I don't see a... um, I don't see a solution. I don't ever think that a country like England is ever going to be like, you know what, you know what, Africa, here, take these vaccinations for free. It's more likely, let's raise some money, let's do this, we take 70% of the money that was raised and we give 30% to the Africans or whatever. You know, like, I yeah. feel like there's no, I haven't, I, I don't feel a lot of trust around certain situations. I'm not saying that there aren't people you can't trust in the government and the government can't be trusted. It's just the perception that I have and sometimes that I feel in certain cases. I like to, I feel like if I want to help something, I want to make sure that I'm a, I'm a part of it and I can see like the end-to-end solution of something that I can fully support. Or if there's a certain people that I fully support and then I kind of like, yeah, I'm going to go all in with that. But um yeah. Yeah, man, I think, you know, the, the vaccination and COVID-19 is it's a crazy one because it also opens up the door for another conspiracy being like population control and people mm-hmm. talking about the vaccine's going to kill everyone. Like, mm-hmm. did that ever um, make you guys hesitant? I'm, yeah, I heard that there's been thoughts of like fertility issues as well, both in males and females. But again, um trusting the numbers that the government have come out with um the figures are in, like incredibly low for people that have came out with with issues or, or struggles around fertility or anything like that how how can you tell oh uh, you cut out then you cut out what yeah, did you say yeah, yeah, how can, how can you tell the long-term effects of any action in a short-term period. Yeah, no, that is, again, that is a good point. And I don't think we will be able to tell until 10, 20 years, in 10, 20 years' time. But I guess my, my view is with va- with the vaccine rollout and previous um, pandemics, for example, if you go back in history, like small pop, smallpox or mad cow disease it's the, it was a vaccine rollout in those times that stopped the spread of the disease and now we know how long you have to live with these type of things yes there may have been long-term side effects with that 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 i might not be aware of, aware of but overall and for the majority of people they were fine and we were able to move on with our lives so that's that again that's my that's just my hope for, for how this could end up. But again, to go back to your question about not knowing about the long-term side effects, that is true, and that's something we're going to have to live with as, as time goes on and, and things start popping up. <laughs> you sound, you sound start nervous that you say that. <laughs> I know, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I start, losing, <laughs> start growing extra toes. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't yeah, worry, the forest is already done now. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. You know what? It's, it's, it's crazy because like as I'm hearing you guys talk, obviously I'm 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 not vaccinated at this current moment in time. Um, 
but I've, I've thought about it very heavily. And the more I think about it, is the more I guess I keep delaying my decision. Um, but I understand the government's approach where, you know, they're trying to get 85% of the country to be vaccinated to kind of get to herd immunity. And yeah. to me, I'm willing to to wait to that point, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I've always felt like I don't want to feel pressured to do something. And when I feel constantly pressured to do something, I feel like I trust it less. Um, mm -hmm. And that's where I get a bit, okay, I'm going to take my time then. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like yeah. when your mom tells you, oh, go do the washing up and you were probably just about to go do it. You're like, nah, like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> now you don't want to do it. I get that as well, because I was the same. <laughs> I was the same. It took me until at the, the back end of, the, of this summer, it was like a, a month ago now, to yeah. say, okay, I'll take it. But it was after all the noise of vaccine passports and you need a, you need a vaccine to do this and that. Yeah, I know. I can't lie. I was like, I remember saying, to, I said to Nico, actually, when the, the news came out yesterday, I was like, why did I get a vaccine then? If there's no vaccine passports. <laughs> <laughs> this is, but, no, this is, this, well, it, it, but that takes you back to even what you said. The government say this, and then they suddenly say that, and they say this, mm -hmm. and they suddenly say that. So then how can I make a decision based on all these short-term views and takes? And, you know, this is a long-term decision that I'm making. It's not like I can just flush out a vaccine. You know, mm. like, it's there. My body's being exposed to it. And then, if anything, if my pseudoscience, I'm going to call it pseudoscience, it's not real science, but if the concept is the vaccination gives you the symptoms of COVID-19 so your body learns how to fight it, if you do get the, if you do actually have get COVID in real life, that's got to be better than the vaccine because your body's mm. been able to fight it and it's the, you're fighting the actual virus <laughs> as opposed mm -hmm. to uh, like a, a synthesized version of the of the virus if you get what i mean again yeah. i'm not like i'm not trying to sway anyone i'm not trying to make anyone feel bad about what they've done i mean these are the certain logics that i've kind of come across and questions that i've had and that i feel yeah. can't be answered so it makes me feel a little bit like i'll rather take my time and not feel rushed into making any decision that i don't feel comfortable making so yeah man that's that's me man that's that is me and i guess how we link this whole episode back to social media is that there there there's a lot of talk that i guess social media single-handedly is one of the main reasons why a lot uh, there's a lot more people rebelling at the moment um and you know they believe in different things if you go to flat earth uh, again um, I don't know if you heard of this guy. I think he died about two years ago. He was a big kind of member or uh, a well-known or popular member within the Flat Earth um, Society. And he was so eager to see if the world was flat, he built a rocket to fly uh, him up. Yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, if, to fly him up high enough to see if there was a curve or not. Right? And... Mm. He ah, uh, his parachute's not working. I can't remember, but he sadly passed away in the accident where the rocket flew up, and I think his parachute didn't open. He just landed from how many other hundred feet 
<laughs> off the ground. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't laugh, but like, it, it's just that these are the lengths that people are going when they believe in some but, of these conspiracies. Do you want to know the, the funny thing about that? Go ahead, hit me. Not funny, but he wasn't actually a flat earther. He done it because he wanted to go to space, and he said that he was a flat earther to get funding for um, his rockets and stuff. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! <laughs> <laughs> and to think that you can now go to space by flying one of Jeff, Jeff, um, Jeff Bezos's jets or planes or Virgin—that is a sad way to go, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because technology was definitely moving in that direction where we can have commercial flights into space. Um, and then I guess from there, you you can find the, find the truth. You know, there's a lot of... I don't know if you want to do any honourable mentions to any other conspiracy theories. I know we haven't touched on a lot, like the mm. movie industry and Satanism and Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. I was going to touch on that. But, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think we've got time, but... I just remember, I just, just a quick anecdote, a quick story. When I was year 10, year 9, year 10, I think this is when Illuminati chatter was, was probably at its peak. It got to a stage where from what I was consuming via YouTube broadcast on BBM, uh, what else is there at the time? It might have been Facebook as well. I actually stopped listening to a lot of music because of what I, the videos, videos I was seeing about the Illuminati and how they connected to the music industry. I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure loads of everyone that's listened, all of our listeners, but you two as well, listen to the um umbrella song backwards. Yeah, I've stopped. <laughs> yeah. I've stopped. I've stopped listening to that man. Yeah, it's just, yeah, to yeah. hear to hear the um hidden hidden meanings and the hidden meanings behind some of Barack Obama's um speeches as well. And if you play yeah, it backwards, yeah. it says yeah, it says some rubbishness. Mm. But yeah, that was that was my childhood, just deep in the music industry and it and its connections to the Illuminati. You know what? I, I definitely went through that stage as well. Um I, I can't say I stopped listening to music, but what I definitely did do, I understood that every song has a certain frequency. Right? So when people are in the studio and they're making songs their songs are on a frequency. So, you know, whether it's like the, the beats per minute, so you can tell like certain things make you want to do certain things. That's why you have playlists for different things that like you got your gym playlist. Why? Because the frequency of that song is to get you pumped and that's how you feel. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same when you like might listen to like certain gangster rap and it's like, we're going to kill this guy or whatever. And it's like, mm. that's what it does. Do you know what I'm saying? So then there's a, as you get older in life, I feel like there's a certain time where you're going to come across that what you consume and you're going to control it more and more and more and more, you know, because you're going to see the effects of it. Like when you, if you, let's say we go to Amer America right now or something where they, where guns are legal and let's say there's a neighborhood and they do drive-bys, you can imagine what are they playing in that car? They're not playing, they ain't playing your, I don't know, Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift, exactly. <laughs> they're not playing that before they go and do what they're trying to do. They're going to play something that's on a frequency of what they're trying to, you know, in the frequency that they're at. So for me, as I just got older, I started listening to music in a different frequency. We realised that mm -hmm. reggae 
that's got a certain frequency. That's a very chilled out frequency. You see what I'm saying? So that's a frequency that you might want to have around you a little bit more so you feel a little bit more calmer or whatever, you know? And then you can even go to, like, lower frequencies. Like, this is probably really, 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 really specific, but, like, um, if you get ever get into, like, meditating or you want to clear your mind and things like that, so music that's on a a, a, a frequency of five five hundred and twenty eight five two eight hertz makes you it proper brings you calm. This is what people will use for like uh, positive vibrations, yoga, and things like that. Like if you do, type it into YouTube, five two eight hertz, and tell me how you feel after you listen to that, or tell me how you feel when you're listening to that and you're listening and you're um, doing some work or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. just gain some focus. You gain some something that is more positive than you would get if you're listening to something wild. I don't want to single out any genres or music or anything mm. like that. But you can tell yeah. that music has different frequencies. And like mm. certain certain music just doesn't give me a good vibe. So I'm just mm. like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna listen to that. Song starts off six 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 six. Yeah, I'm not listening. Yeah. I'm not gonna listen. <laughs> I'm not gonna tune in. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's, it's I a, know. Um, Say again. He's gone on, oh, mute. He's gone on mute. You've gone on mute. Technical difficulties. Uh, we'll, we'll be back after the break. No, I'm joking. There's no break. Sponsored <laughs> 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 ad break. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's back. Jam. Oh, did mine? Did it? Did I cut out? You yeah. you went on mute. Oh, oh man. I was just saying that, um, yeah, if you listen to Jenna Yuko's albums and a lot of her music, she bases her 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 music and her her backtracks on meditation music and different frequencies, so that yeah, you're just on a diff- you're in a different state when you listen to to her to a piece of a project of hers. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I like for me again. A lot of people I probably mention his name every episode. I listen to a lot of Nipsey Hussle and a lot of his music like not everything's on the same frequency but the songs that I really like connect to or connect with is on a frequency that just matches my vibration and that vibration gives me off like motivation that I want to go and do something and it's not something negative something positive so it's like a lot into that that I just I just I just like do you know what I mean like it just it just helps with my overall vibration of myself and puts me in a good mood as opposed to me yeah. blazing something out of my car, come home, wife's wife's doesn't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. I'm just all mad because and it's like it's all the influence. And I just like you just gotta be careful with that kind of stuff. So definitely, definitely. Hundred percent man. And again like another shout out to social media. I think there needs to be more done I don't know what, I don't even know what the solution is because, you know, we've spoken about this, about this before where social media has been a place it gives people a voice, right? But then at the same time, a lot of people are putting out a lot of misinformation. So how do we, how do we manage that? Do we just block someone's voice, but they got a right to be able to say whatever they want to say? Mm. So I, I, don't, I, I, I really don't know what the, the solution is. I think a lot of things need to be fact-checked. Um, but I also think the fact-checkers need to be fact-checked as well. Yeah, because um, they're always going to come from a place of bias. 
Mm. So if they're going to have their own agendas, it's hard to know what to what to trust. You know, it's the same with newspapers and media and stuff like each newspaper that used to get on Sundays, they would be like, okay, this one's with, this one's a Labour, this one's, you know, Conservatives, and this one's that, and whatever. Like, everything seems to have their own agenda. So it's like, it's it's so hard to know right now what's right and what's wrong. I feel like you've got to, like, just tap into your own frequency um, and, and you're going to feel what's right. Do you know what I mean? And, and until you, like... You're going to have to, some people are just going to make loads and loads and loads of mistakes before they feel what's right. But then there's going to be other yeah. people who don't even need to make a mistake. And I think that's the wisest person. The person who yeah. doesn't know, like, doesn't have to, doesn't have to put their hand in the fire to get burnt, to know it, to know it's hot or something. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think that's the wisest person. So, yeah, man. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this chat, man. I think it was good, man. I think we can go on for hours and hours on, um, on conspiracy theories. Yeah, I've, think... I've got loads that I'm um, in my head, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there might have to be a, a part two that we might do in a couple months' time or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, de- we'll definitely, definitely tap into that. I did want to quickly just run over the the social media updates. There's been a few updates this past past week. Um, first one being Instagram is now working on a new favorites listing. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. Uh, it's going to get rolled out soon. I'm not sure when. Um, but basically, you know how on Instagram, sometimes you might miss you know, the people who you're following. You might miss some of their posts because not everything's yeah. in chronological order or whatever. So yeah. now what you can do is uh, you can create like a, a sub feed of your favorite um, people that you follow and um you can just see their their posts i guess in i'm hoping it's in chronological order but you get to see your favorite people's posts and that's it basically um yeah. which is i wish i think is a good idea uh i'm not i'm not sure what you think what you think jam being the, the social media expert i kind of think this is like a a segue from close friends or what close friends should have been at the start yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. the close friends feature that came out a year, maybe eighteen months ago. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good a good move to make like Instagram a bit more personal because at the moment it's feels it feels like it's just surrounded by transactional pieces through businesses or through gurus or that might just be the, the space I'm in. But I think yeah. yeah, I think it's just a good move to kind of separate the two and keep that I personal think, personal element of Insta. I think yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's a very valid point. I I, I did see on LinkedIn, someone mentioned that this could create a separation between, I guess, your fake influencers and your actual influencers, because then people can go up, how many favorites are you in? Because then you're going to have like a real influence as opposed to people who just have loads of followers, but then nobody's favorites, you know? Uh So there could be a way for actual influencers to be able to charge a little bit more and be like the creme de la creme of influencers because they're in, you know, I got I got one thousand followers, but I got nine hundred people have me in their favorites. So I, I am yeah. actually influencing nine hundred people as opposed to just mm-hmm. people just looking kind of thing. So yeah, um, yeah. there's a that's a, I think that's a, another valid point that I never really thought of. But you know, like it could be, it could be. We can just have to we have to wait and see. We have to wait and mm-hmm. see. 
Um, the next update, another Instagram update, which is Instagram adds a new map search tool to maximize business uh, discovery. So I think this is another great tool for small businesses. So similar to like Google, where you have like Google My Business or Google Maps and it has all the businesses like within the maps, right? So you can see, you know, like the, the ratings and, and all that kind of stuff uh, on the maps. Uh, and Instagram have just added it in there. So you can see on the maps, you know, what businesses are around you, the, the Instagram pages, the food or whatever it might be. And it's going to include like a whole business kind of like directory onto the maps. So right now it's just being tested in Australia and New Zealand and New Zealand. So we're yet to know if it will get rolled out across the rest of the world. But I quite like that. And I think it's a good look for, for small businesses. Mm, definitely, definitely. The the more we we go towards helping small businesses, the better. I think. Yeah, they've been neglected over the last well for a long time on socials. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think you know what's mad is that I feel like all these platforms they kind of took that approach. They went for they went from like content like there's something simple whether it's just text pictures and videos or whatever. And then they're proper like diving into like e-commerce and business. Like that's to become the focus. But I feel like the next step has to be like the content creators themselves. Um, and I feel like that's what I keep, I feel like 2022 is going to be the year of the content creator. That's kind of why I'm pushing really hard right now with the, the content creation because like I feel like there's not going to be a platform that you can't monetize from even as a small business um and i guess the nut that kind of segues me into the next update where linkedin launches like a, a a creator accelerator program to kind of help content creators who are on linkedin to stay on linkedin and kind of still be that big voice so for me i follow stephen bartlett i mention his name every week but i follow him on linkedin and he's like a big voice he, he can just put something up and instantly like shares and likes like they're like you can never you'll never see it's something similar to like how it might happen on instagram but on linkedin it never used to be that kind of case and um i think the more linkedin can do for content creators the more you're going to keep people creating on your on your site it's just like youtube everybody goes to youtube because they know that they pay out so once linkedin twitter instagram they start paying out you're going to see more people creating content which means more eyeballs, you know? So, and it's another opportunity for people to make money on different in different ways that they've never made before. So, yeah, I think that's a big move, man. But yeah, that's all the, the social media updates I have for now. Uh, thank you to our special guest, Isaac. Um, no problem. No problem. That's a, I think that's a wrap. Episode nine, Tesla episode, you know, conspiracy theory episodes. Yeah, man. Time traveling episodes. <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything episode, man. Flat Earth, everything. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And um, yeah, man, until next week. Been a pleasure. Until next time. Yeah. yeah. Peace out. All right, guys. In a bit. <laughs> All right, cool. In a bit. Cool.